0: Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Sushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 5, Components of Decentralized Development, Empowerment. And uh, we are continuing our topic, Empowerment Operational Framework. In the study of Rotak Municipal Council. It was found that 17 of them belonged to such families where some or the other member had contested the municipal council election earlier. 27 contestants belonged to such families which were having political affiliations to one or the other party. The above examples clearly show that women have really been empowered by way of reservation the reservation has thus brought into pris and ulbs a large proportion of women elected representatives and has provided space for them in the political process apart from contesting elections and getting elected to pris and ulbs Women have played important roles in other fields. For instance, housewives of Shastri Nagar village on the outskirts of Konaganagar, Hugli, constructed a one kilometer long road to teach the local panchayat a lesson. They had long been demanding construction of a road to act as an embankment during monsoons when roads get waterlogged. But the local panchayat was apathetic to this legitimate demand. It was then that the housewives decided to construct the road themselves. Koil Devi. Sarpanch of Nima Chunga village panchayat in Alwar district of Rajasthan issued notices to her own father-in-law and husband to explain why they should not be proceeded against for encro- encroachment of panchayat land. In Goa, women took a lead in training women to develop plant nursery. And to prepare good variety of seeds for commercial purposes, thereby enabling them to make use of their existing knowledge in agriculture. Similarly, panchayat women in Karnataka paved the way for the economic emancipation of women. Flourish by arranging to impart floriculture training to them. In Kuntar district of Andhra Pradesh, Sri Kumari Sarpanch repaid the loans incurred by her producers and mobilized funds for development works in the planned and phased program. Her focus has been on education, irrigation and other amenities to the villagers. Fatima B., former Sarpanch of Kalwa village, Kurnool district, was initially hesitant and even terrified to take up the role of Sarpanch. But later on, she received the best Sarpanch award of the state government for her exemplary work in improving the conditions of her village the fact of the matter is that initially she was the rubber stamp in the hands of her husband and de facto sarpanch was her husband in a study of rajasthan panchayat and women's participation in them it was found that elected women and village women have responded to mobilize round for food, water, work, housing, violence, etc. Nirmala Butch findings reveal that the level of participation of women is quite high. In the three states MP Rajasthan and Uttar Pradesh, for example, the women's attendance in the panchayat meetings ranged from 55.5 to 74.5 as against the men's attendance range from 68.7 to 95.6%. In case of Pune municipal corporation, the corporator Mrs. Chandrakanta Sunklambly was doing a very good job. She fought in the corporation for providing basic amenities to the people of Harvard and thus emerged as a popular leader. Besides, she even went to the police choki to solve fights in the dead of the night. Speaking at the seminar on 10 tiers of raj, problems and prospects, Mr. Patrika Pinto, consular corporations of the city of Panaji, Goa, highlighted the role played by the women councillors in Panaji, Goa. She opined that the one-third reservation has helped Indian women get a rightful place in being able to be a part of governance in their city. There may be a few women who have built in capacities and educational background or knowledge and will to handle the task efficiently. According to her, more than 50% of the elected representatives did not see their role beyond doing people's job, which translates into tackling party civic problems, and help people obtain municipal licenses, etc. In case of Uttar Pradesh, it was found that the empowerment process certainly has brought about a marked change in the knowledge, attitude, status, style of life, and self-identity of elected women. Empowerment and participation in election has given them a chance to talk and understand politics and power. The elected women gave priority to the issues like employment, generation for women, improving health and drinking water facilities and solving the problems of atrocities against women. Elected women in some states have taken part in protests and rallies against low wages and for drinking water. Some are reported to have participated in demanding better implementation of government schemes and have communicated information on government schemes to the people for whom they are meant. Panchayat woman in Khaji district of Kerala has made concreted efforts to solve water problems in the hilly regions of the district. In Arnakulam district of Kerala, woman representative of Panchayat strives for the enrollment of children in school and towards putting an end to the incidence of dropout from schools. In Arunachal Pradesh, some of the newly elected panchayat women leaders have even faced imprisonment in the process of persuading the government to build a 12-bed hospital for women. They also made sure that women get access to a lady doctor every week. Besides, they have also been actively involved in community services, like bund making during floods, in their respective districts and villages. So far as the empowerment of SC and ST and OBC is concerned. Almost the same picture in regard of their effective participation is reflected from such surveys. Initially, only only those SC and STs were elected from the reserved constituency who had the patronage of dominant sections of the society. And they functioned like the mouthpiece of those affluent section in the formal meetings of the PRIs and ULBs. Later on, their participation improved considerably. In the state of Karnatka, in most of the cases, the participation of SC and ST was quite effective and they were able to assert their position and powers. This happened especially in those cases where the elected representatives were educated and experienced. Even the participation of OBC members has been quite encouraging. Narayana's studies show that in 1995, The dominance of the numerically and economically stronger case cars, vocaligas, were more backward classes in the PRIs, were somewhat eroded. Thus, as compared to the 1987 situation, the power base has tilted slightly in favor of the most backward classes. A similar situation was also noticed in 2000 elections where about 27% of seats and about 30% of chair positions in the PRI's were taken by most backward classes members SC and ST members together hold about 30% and thus Over 60% of the decision-making positions were with the disadvantaged sections. In case of Orissa, initially there were obstruction hurdles in the participation of SC and ST due to their socio-economic incapabilities as well as illiteracy and ignorance however later on there was behavioral changes in their work participation as well as in the process of self governance of pris and ulvs the obc participation was mere initially but the provision of 27% reservation to them at each level of raj system of administration seems to have created a kind of self-confidence that strengthens their moral character as well as the extent of empowerment in the process of self-governance. In Bihar, the Panchayat election of 2001 empowered the lower-backward. Not only have they emerged as chairmen of Jila Parishad, but a large number of them had been elected either as Mukhiya's or as member of Jila Parishad. Their presence in the power structure had at least become noticeable and indicated new social and political equations at the provincial level. The 2001 elections showed the heightened awareness of the SCs. About 1.6 percent of the total number of Mukhiyas were from the SC and they all got elected in direct elections. Most of the SC Mukhiyas had got elected in the districts that have experienced the worst atrocities like Gaya, Aurangabad, Kamarar, Jahanabad, Patna and Rohotas. Some districts of North Bihar, Darbhanga, Begu Sarai, Munger and Supali where SC did relatively better were powerful centers of the sharecroppers movement led by the communists. This is an encouraging trend especially when the elections of 2000 were held without any reservation for SC and ST and OBCs. From the above analysis it becomes clear that the women SC, ST and OBC have come a long way since they were empowered in 1993. During this 13-year-long journey, they came across a number of constraints and hurdles, which they tried to overcome through their participation and assuming leadership and decision-making positions. The reservation given to them in PRIs and ULVs has helped them In becoming a part of the governance in their villages and cities. And now they are in a position to determine their future as well as of their constituency. But it must be remembered that a change cannot be brought about overnight and by legislation alone. Whatever they have achieved during the last 13 years is not sufficient. They have to travel a long distance in order to enjoy the real fruits of empowerment. The recently passed Right to Information Act will further help them in the direction of empowerment. Now, let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.